Welcome to the Hot Seat Episodes on the School of Higher Consciousness podcast. In these episodes, we will be diving into a more intimate discussion topic where I ask that you put yourself in the hot seat at home. If you have time, journal and jot down how this topic hits you in your gut, not from your analytical overthinking brain. This is a place where we will hold space for our own truth and where we will develop a closer relationship with our authentic selves. All right, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Hot Seat Episodes on the School of Higher Consciousness. My name is Dr. Gina and I am your host and today we will be talking about how to meet your own needs when you're feeling overwhelmed, excess joy, discomfort, sadness, whatever it is. Sometimes we're just not able to reach out to someone and have them meet our needs in the way that we know that we typically can feel soothed. So what is it that we can do when we are faced in those situations with having to meet our own needs. I'll get to the specifics of that in just a couple minutes, but first I want to welcome any new listeners to the show. Thank you so, so much for joining us. The hot seat episodes are designed to help you connect deeper into your authentic spirit, and I do that by simply asking a more thought-provoking question, and if you have time, just pause the episode, take a moment to just see what resonates for you as your truth, and hold space for it in a non-judgmental way. And those are my two recommendations for anyone listening, that one, whatever comes up for you as your truth in regards to the topic that we'll be discussing allow that to be. Do not self-judge yourself. Do not judge me or other people on the other side here of the microphone. I really encourage everyone to just find a way to hold space for whatever comes up for other people as their truth, even if we don't agree. And the second recommendation is to not overthink our answers and really just try to dive into our body to see what resonates as our truth. Because we've been quite trained to have the right answer. or And so if we think we're giving the wrong answer, we start to judge ourselves. We start to filter ourselves. We really start to put different vocabulary. You know what? I don't care if you have politically correct you know, responses or not. This is about what comes up for you as your truth in the moment. And the more we practice that non-judgmental holding space, the more love we're actually giving to ourselves and the people around us. We're increasing that muscle of just being able to hold space for whatever comes up in the world around us and within us. So for today's topic, I really want us to reflect on what is it that we can do when we're faced with situations where we have this need and we want our partner, we want our friend, we want this family member, we want something around us to be able to meet this need, but our tribe just isn't able to meet it for some reason. Maybe no one's physically available or maybe our partner or our friend's just like, hey, I'm maxed out. I just can't, I can't be there with you right now. Like, I just can't. What is it, rather than blaming the external circumstances, what is it that we can do to start meeting our own needs in these times where we're seeking our, our support system and they just can't meet our needs? Yes, I do think it's so important to f- build a community around us that we can lean on. But it's also not necessarily their fault when they can't meet our needs. So what can we do to take full responsibility for our own internal experience 
and meet our own needs. And there's a variety of different ways that this can show up. So for me, I often want to dream like For example, with my husband, I'll be like, hey, let's dream about this. And he'll dream with me and then I'll just keep going. And he's kind of like, hey, I'm maxed out. I just can't do this anymore. (laughs) And I used to get so frustrated. I'm like, come on, let's just, well, I can't pull from him. If he's done, he's done. So what can I do to meet that need? Like I'm in this place where I just kind of want to keep going. And so I have thought of some strategies that can meet those needs in those moments for myself. But there's also times of like sadness, right? Like I might not be able to lean on uh, my person or my people when I'm in this moment of sadness. Maybe they're all at work and what do I do? Or, you know, overjoy. I just got this, this great job opportunity. Who do I share that with? What if no one's available? You know, how do we meet our needs when some this the external world isn't able to kind of help meet them with us? I think it's a really important skill because it really helps us take full responsibility for our own life and breaks free from that whole blaming and seeking the external world to just meet these needs. And I think that, I just think that's really important. So go ahead and pause the podcast and take a minute to reflect on what comes up for you gutturally as your truth. What can you do to meet your own needs when you're having Sometimes a very repetitive situation come up. I know that's true for me. And maybe you want to write down some of these ideas. I will do the same thing and I will be right back on to share my truth in regards to this topic. Okay, so I've taken time to really reflect on what is it that I do in these moments when I need to meet my own needs. And what really works for me when I'm in this place of wanting to keep brainstorming and dreaming and I'm just not pulling from the people around me like I'd like to, I journal. Journaling has been such a godsend for me. Half the time I don't even need the conversations anymore because what I realize is when I'm journaling, I'm actually having a conversation with my higher self. And there's even more ideas that come to the table and some clarity that comes through often. And it's just really fun to see kind of where my stream of consciousness will go. Heck, this podcast is partly probably another way to meet those needs because I just feel like I've got this in me and I just want to share it and see what happens. And whoever wants to join me, let's just keep going. (laughs) Um, But when I'm in those places where I'm feeling sad or yeah, mostly like sad or melancholy. And for example, like my daughter, she's not with me 100% of the time. She's only with me 50% of the time. And even though I know that this is a decision we made a long time ago for many, many years ago, it still can sadden me. And that sadness can build up over time. And sometimes I'll just need to release it. It doesn't take away the fact that I, that my ex-partner and I have made this decision to live our own lives and be happier in these ways, but it just still can be like a constant source of sadness that can slowly build. So when I get to that place where I feel like an immense amount of sadness, I'll like know I need to cry, but I can't necessarily cry for some reason. So I'll drive around and I'll just play some sad music or I'll go for a walk and I'll, I'll have some self-pity moments and maybe a cry will come out. Sometimes it will, sometimes it won't, but it really does reset me. It allows those feelings to move through me and I truly do meet those needs because what else could really meet that need, right? Like I could get my daughter 
hundred percent of the time. But then that just at this point in the relationship and how how it's set up, it that wouldn't be fair to the situation just to you know take my daughter back in that way. Um, you know, if there was a situation that needed to happen, that's different. But that's an example for me, like when I'm feeling like sadness, when I'm feeling overwhelm, where just stuff like comes at me and I don't even have the verbiage to know what's happening. I can sometimes just feel energetic overwhelm. I'll take a bath. I'll just take a hot bath. I'll light some like Palo Santo, a candle and just kind of zone and meditate. And that really does help me just clear whatever is kind of been accumulating in or through me or on me energetically. And that really does help. Um, Let's see. Yeah, that really is mostly what came up for me was like journaling and taking a walk and listening to sad music. I can imagine. Oh, one of the things that I also do when let's say I'm wanting companionship and I don't have my partner, he's gone. Um, if I if I'm feeling like I need people around me, I'll actually just go into a coffee shop or I'll go to like a wine bar and I'll grab a book and I will exist in this like coffee shop or a wine bar with the world kind of operating around me. Even though I'm like a stranger with a bunch of strangers around me, I still feel like I'm getting companionship even though I'm not like physically interacting with people. So for me, that really works. It meets that need. Um One thing I do want to say is I was in counseling a few years back and the woman had said that if you have physical needs, and I'm really grateful that I have a partner that if I needed a hug, he would always give me a hug. He doesn't have an issue with that. But if you have physical needs that can't get met, to physically hug yourself. Like you can actually meet your own physical needs by going to get a massage, by you know, physically hugging yourself. I know that there's cuddle parties out there, which honestly I think are a little strange. But, you know, when I actually think about it, I think they do meet people's needs. You know, I can, on one hand, I'm like, oh, I can totally understand that for sure. And then the other end, I'm like, we have cuddle parties. Like, oh my gosh, where's our world going to? Like, we need so much more like genuine intimacy. And it's sad to me that we have to like pay for cuddles. But Um, And I I guess I don't know how it works. Maybe you do have to pay. Maybe you don't have to pay. But um, a hammock is also really good for that. So if you're feeling you just kind of want to be enveloped to sit in a hammock, a lot of people feel like, and and I can feel that in my mind right now, just like, yes, how, how good that can feel. Like you're just being in a little nest being taken care of. So if that is you and you feel like that physical need sometimes, those are just some ideas. Um, yeah, but that's all that kind of comes to mind. I'm really curious if you guys have other strategies that work for you, please DM me, reach out to me. I'd love to hear what your responses to this question are, because I'm always looking to add to my arsenal. Um, I will say this though, we have to make sure that when we're talking about meeting our own need, we're not actually just doing a behavior that's avoiding the need. So for instance, we all know drinking or drugs is often a form of avoidance. So that can actually cultivate a deeper need that's, you know, obviously harder to fill. A deeper need is harder to fill. Um, And so 
I want you to really evaluate if you are doing the thing, sometimes zoning out and watching Netflix can be therapeutic, but sometimes it can be an avoidance strategy and we're just distracting ourselves from our from our problem or from our actual feelings, our actual needs. And that is something I would definitely warn against. Like really try to self-evaluate and think like, am I meeting this need? And one of the ways I think you can determine if you're meeting the need or not is, does it go away after you do the behavior? Not just temporarily, but is it kind of gone? People who often over-exercise, I know there's some people who are like energizer battery bunnies. They definitely need to be like run every day just to kind of get their exercise in. But there's some people who over-exercise and I do feel, and I've been told this or I've read some stuff about it, like how that is a form of avoidance and that can be a way to not just, it's not actually processing the feelings, it's trying to avoid them. It's trying to avoid the actual discomfort. So, um, and only you know, like if you are this daily runner, if it is a form of processing or if it's a form of avoidance. And maybe it's a form of both. Like I'm not an expert on that. I am no counselor or therapist. I'm just kind of sharing the insight that I've gathered after thinking and going through a bunch of you know transformation in my own life so I'm gonna leave you at this for today like I said please reach out to me I'll link all my Instagram and DM like how you can connect with me email etc I would love to hear from you and with your permission if you would like for me to share your insight I would love to post it I can do it anonymously to my Instagram Um, some people have said I don't want you to share this but I just want to share it with you and I'm happy happy to hear that also so reach out I'd love to hear from you and just give this question a good minute and maybe you want to write down your ideas because just having like a good old list that you can refer to may be extremely helpful in those moments of overwhelm or discomfort. So, all right, I will leave you at this for today and I will talk with you next week. Take care. I hope today's episode helped fan that flame inside, bringing you closer in alignment to self. It's such a good feeling. We will be expanding on today's episode in our Facebook group at the School of Higher Consciousness community. Come join the group, join like-minded people in a non-judgmental space where we hold each other's highest and best interests at heart. All right, until next time, take care.